You're listening to Weekly Devotions with Pastor James, a podcast devoted to helping you with your walk with Jesus. We do this by looking at the scriptures through devotions and messages every week. For more information, you can find us at gardeningthewell.com and would love for you to connect with us over there. Uh, You can visit our blog, you can visit our bookstore, and you can connect with us and shoot us some feedback. Send us questions, maybe something you'd like to hear an episode on. And with that said, uh, let's jump into it today. Welcome back to this week's episode of Weekly Devotions with Pastor James. So good to have you here with us this week. Pray that life is going well for you. Appreciate you joining us. And if you haven't done so already, we'd really uh, wish that you would hit that like button, that subscribe button. Uh, it would really, really help us out. Uh, share it with your friends, your family, uh, on social media. That would be a great blessing uh, to us here at Weekly Devotions. And uh, it, it would be a great encouragement as well if you could uh, do those things. It would really, really help us out. And so I'm going to date myself a little bit and tell you this. When I was growing up, the way that I knew it was time to go home was simply this, the street lights came on. Now, you may be older, you may be younger, you may be the same age, but maybe you know what I'm talking about, that when the street lights came on, that was the signal for me to go home. And that was a different time period. I know life isn't like that. I have four kids and it, it's it's different than it used to be. But one of the things that would happen when I was growing up is simply this. I was allowed to go to... Pretty much anywhere, but there, there was, you know, I, I had to be back. But there were times where uh, my friends and I, we often hung out right around in the one block radius of our home because we were able to do anything that we wanted to there. Ride our bikes, play baseball, play football, whatever we wanted. We had the, the ability to do that. But there are times where I remember my mom just standing on the front porch yelling for me to come home because this is before cell phones. And so my mom would have to go outside and just yell for me that it was time to come home, time to eat, whatever the the case may be. But the farther I got from home, the louder my mom had to yell for me, for me to hear her and to come back home. If I was only a couple houses down, the yell wasn't that loud. If I was down the other end of the block, the loud, the, the yelling was a lot louder so that I was able to hear that. Do you know that God does the same thing with you? I was going to do my Bible study with my Bible study group and I uh, came across a passage that I want to share with you uh, here in this episode really quickly to give you a bit of a devotion, give you something to think about. Um, going through 2 Samuel with my Bible study group. And if you know the story of David, and maybe you do, but King David had been king for a, a, a long time. He's probably roughly 60 years of age uh, when this is all taking place. And, you know, he had already committed the sin with Bathsheba and all those things, but he had issues with his one son, Absalom. Uh, long story short, Absalom ends, ends up killing his brother Absalom. Uh, Amnon because he had raped his half-sister. Long story, a lot going into that, but end of the story is Absalom kills his half-brother because of what he had done to his sister. When Absalom does that, he runs away into another nation. Uh, Actually, his grandfather is king of that nation, and he runs there, and he's staying there in hiding for about three years. And David does nothing to bring Absalom home. And finally, the commander of David's army, a man by the name of Joab, he 
he pulls a couple of strings and he gets David to realize like, David, you need to bring your son Absalom home. And so David goes, fine, bring Absalom home, but I don't want to see his face. Imagine dad saying that. Maybe you can. But Joab's like, oh, good. And so he goes, he talks to Absalom, he brings him back home and scripture tells us, and if you want to read this, this is um, 2 Samuel chapter uh, 14, uh, right at the end of the chapter is where I'm referring to today. But Absalom is back in Jerusalem for about two years. And it's been two years and David hasn't come to see him. Uh, he hasn't sent for Absalom to come see uh, David. Nothing along those lines. And so Absalom reaches out to Joab and goes, Joab, I want you to come see me because I want an audience with the king. But Joab doesn't, he doesn't come. Have you ever had anybody not return your, your phone calls? Or maybe you send them a text and it tells you that they read the text, but they never responded. That, it's so, that's so annoying. I don't know why people do that. But Joab does that with Absalom. He gets this message, come see Absalom, and he doesn't respond. And so Absalom goes, okay, okay. And then he sends another message to Absalom, uh, to Joab. Joab, I want to see you. Please come and see me. Come to my house. Come to my house. And nothing. Abs uh, Joab doesn't come to see Absalom at all. And so finally, one day, Absalom puts together a plan. And his plan is this. He calls his servants to him. He goes, hey, guys, you know what? Joab's fields, his barley fields, are right next to my fields. Go set them on fire. Like, seriously? And he's like, yeah, go set his fields on fire. Because when his fields are on fire and he gets word that his fields are on fire, then he'll come and see me and I'll talk to him. So can you imagine doing something along those lines or somebody doing that to you where they want to talk to you so much and get your attention that they actually set something of yours on fire? That's what Absalom does here. And so Joab comes and his fields are on fire. Uh, you know, barley, it's burning up. It's over in the Middle East. So, you know, you know, most likely things are dry. And so the fields are just on fire. And Joab comes to Absalom and he goes, why did you set my fields on fire? And Absalom's like, well, I called to you for you to come to me, but you didn't, you never responded. And so I had to do something to get your attention. I had to get, do something for you to come back to me. And so I set your fields on fire. You know, in the time of this recording, there's been uh, a lot of forest fires over uh, the last few years. We actually uh, just had the ones in uh, Hawaii just maybe two months ago, two and a half months ago from when I'm recording this. Um, and so a lot of us have an idea or a picture of what a, a forest fire looks like. And I want to say something, and, and it's just a way of analogy, not in any way, you know, to support anything along those lines. But I want to say something as a way of analogy in light of this passage that I just referred to and told you the story of in 2 Samuel. And what that statement is, is this. It's actually good when God sets your fields on fire. And what I mean by that is this. 
your fields, and when I say your fields, I'm not actually talking about uh, your grass or if you're a farmer, if your crop or anything along those lines. I'm not actually talking about a field. I'm just talking about something that is important to you. And when I say God sets on fire, I'm not literally meaning that he is setting fire to something and you're seeing it burn to the ground. What that I'm saying there by way of analogy is this, that sometimes God is going to do things in your life that are very loud, that are very shocking in order to get your attention. The only thing Absalom could do to get Joab's attention is to literally set his fields on fire. Sometimes, like I did when I was younger, we move farther away from our home, in this case, farther from the Lord. And when we do that, when you do that, what God has to do is the same thing my mom had to do, the same thing that Absalom had to do, how to do something that was louder, how to do something that would get your attention. My mom yelling louder for me so that I could hear. Absalom, it was setting uh, Joab's fields on fire. And for you, I don't know what it might be, but there could be something in your life right now that God is doing that is kind of large. Maybe it is shocking. Maybe it's even painful. And the reason he might be doing that is to get your attention. As a pastor, one of the questions that I have received over the years that I've been pastoring is uh, this, and maybe you've, you've thought about this, and the question is, why does uh, bad things happen to good people? And when people ask me that, I always, I always ask them, I go, do you want the actual theological answer to that, of where the Bible says there are no good people, that everybody is a sinner, everybody is bad, uh, that no one seeks after God that none of us are good and so bad things happen to bad people and usually people don't want that answer and I understand that but a lot of times we're asking that question on a more practical side and people will ask me well why why am I having an issue in my marriage why is work so hard why is my health just not what it what it was and a host of other things. Why, why did I lose my job? Why, you know, why am I have issues with with my kids? And 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 they're asking these questions, and it's all revolving around uh, pain and hardship and difficulties and heartache and things along those lines. And maybe you've gone through those. And I'm pretty sure you have gone through them. If you're an adult, you've gone through times like that in your life. Maybe you're going through something like that right now, and you're sitting back on Lord. Why why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? Because it's that question of why that always gets us. And I'll give you an answer. At times, and notice what I'm saying there, at times, the reason that you're going through what you're going through is because God is calling out to you and you're not responding. You're ignoring God. You're far from God. And in order for God to get your attention, he has to do something that kind of like shakes you to your core. He has to do something that is loud. To use, to use the picture of Absalom here, he has to burn your fields. And I don't know what that is. I don't, once again, I'm not literally talking about burning, like, like literally setting a field on fire. But it is that shocking thing, that, is, that painful thing, that thing of, oh, what am I, I going to do now? And God brings those things into your life so that you would come back to him. 
And when you do that, God's like, oh, good. Now I got your attention. Where have you been? Like, what, what's going on? Why are you ignoring me? Why are you not talking to me? Why are you not listening to me? Why are you not listening for me? Why are you not following me? Why are you not worshiping me? And God will use those times in your life to get you to come back to him. And so here's my question in this week's episode for you, give you something to think about. What is God doing in your life to draw you back to him? More so, let me ask you this. Are you ignoring God's call in your life? Are you drifting away from the Lord? Are you getting farther and farther away from him? Because if you are, that means there's going to come a time where God has to do something that is very loud, that is shocking to you and your system to get you to come back. And I don't want you to get to that point. I've been in that point. And, and those times can be very difficult. It can be very hard. And we don't have to drift away so far in order for God to do something like that in our lives. And so if I can get you to think, and if I think get you to you know look at your life going, am I drifting away from the Lord? What can you do right now to get back to God, closer to the Lord so that you could hear him, so that you would respond to him so that your fields aren't set on fire for God to do something like that to get your attention? So how much of your attention does the Lord have right now? I pray that it's a lot, because if not, you might have an Absalom and Joab situation coming up. And I, I pray that you don't, but I, I pray that you would take a serious look in your life, because as you as you do that, it'll help you have a healthier walk with Jesus. And that's what we want. That's what we want to help you with. And so pray that this has been something to give you uh, to think about. Hopefully it's been a blessing to you. And uh, once again, uh, thank you for your support. And if you don't mind hitting that like button, uh, sharing, you could leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. You could email us at guardingthewell at gmail.com, excuse me. And uh, we would love to hear from you. And uh, we'll see you next week. All right, take care.